Hello, it's another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. And I'm Allison. Okay, before we begin, I have extremely important news. What is it? Well, I know I don't write about Phoebe Price that much on the site anymore. It's a shame. But she is and forever will be the patron saint of Delisted. Mm-hmm. So because of this, I need to tell you, the listeners, some important news. She's on OnlyFans now. No, no what is that, Michael? You know what this is, Allison. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm clearly not a fan. <laughs> I'm not like... You're not only a fan. No. So... You really don't know what OnlyFans is. You know what OnlyFans is. No, for real. I have no idea. I know what the one where you film videos is. Cameo. I know what Cameo is. Oh, yeah. Okay, so OnlyFans is a site where, like, porn stars, influencers, and A-list goddesses like Phoebe Price, <laughs> they post R-rated or even X-rated material. There's porn on there. For their fans for a price. So you're saying that Phoebe Price has classed the joint up with her completely okay. she's taking it to another level on mm-hmm. yeah a classier level so uh but phoebe's on there and it's it's phoebe time on <laughs> only fans it's only 15 dollars, i think yeah, an $15 hour around then no like a month oh. which that's nothing to see phoebe's you know raw chicken breasts and um cloaca you like you can't put a price on it. Michael. You can't. No. So I haven't subscribed because honestly, my heart can't take that much beauty or star power. And no, this is not a paid ad. I just feel it's my duty to tell you about important developments in the world of Phoebe Price. It did sound a bit like a paid ad though when you're oh, like totally she's on OnlyFans. So- I'm like Michael, what is OnlyFans.com <laughs> backslash ad- join. <laughs> Use code. This is not an ad. Yeah. <laughs> Get 10% off your monthly subscription to OnlyFans.com. <laughs> no, but it, it is. This is not an ad. This is not an ad. We're, we're, it's a public service announcement. Exactly. Big difference. So now let's talk about something that is the opposite of sexy, the direct <laughs> opposite of sexy, and that is Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. Prince Andrew, who some of you may not know, is the third kid of Queen Elizabeth, the second eldest son and his and mommy's number one son allegedly Allegedly. so there's a lot to this prince andrew mess and it's enough to fill an entire podcast series but the gist is that he was definitely friends with convicted pedophile and alleged sex trafficker jeffrey epstein who was Mm -hmm. found dead in his cell he may have killed himself or someone may have put a hit on him who knows Mm -hmm. but Prince Andrew is in the middle of a mess, and he keeps stepping in it. Not not only, like, stepping in it, he's, like, rolling in it, licking it. It's in his ears. He's got an ear infection. He yeah, swallowed some of it. He's got dysentery. It's just everywhere. Yeah. He isn't only accused of being good friends with Epstein, but he also has been accused of, of some horrific shit. Mm-hmm. So... There's an American woman named Virginia Jufre, and she told authorities that when she was a teenager, her name was Virginia Roberts back then, Mm -hmm. she was one of Epstein's sex slaves for around four years beginning in 1999. She said she was trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. So she ended up suing Epstein and 
Ghislaine Maxwell, who was Epstein's girlfriend and has been accused of recruiting girls for him. Right. So Virginia says that Epstein and Ghislaine forced her to have sex with other men, including Prince Andrew. Yeah. And she says she was 17 at the time. Now, Prince Andrew has denied this all. He admits being friends with Epstein, but says he's never done anything creepy, which being friends with Epstein is creepy. It's 100% creepy. (laughs) So there's been a million stories. The palace has issued statements about this, and it's not going away. So he, Prince Andrew, decided to do the genius move of giving the BBC an interview. And that aired over the weekend. And it should be should be noted. It was like, a, I, like, I know that no interview is technically scripted. But you know when sometimes you watch an interview and you're like, oh, they definitely rehearsed their answers ahead of time. And like they knew what the person was going to ask them. This felt very like he had no idea what was coming. And he was just like making stuff up. Well, on the spot. I think he I think he honestly did not make this up on the fly. No, like, I think that he had, like, a plan. But what I'm trying to say, it was, like, the interviewer was not giving him, like, softballs. No, but I think, like, he knew the questions that were going to be asked. Mm-hmm. And so he prepared answers. And that's why this is an entire mess. Like, this is what you came up with anyways. Mm-hmm. He should have just, like, shit into his hands and showed it to the camera. Because that that would have been made more sense and been less ridiculous, honestly. Mm-hmm than what came out of his mouth. But he talked. So, and like, like not even Olivia Pope can save him now. Yeah, she's like, no, thank you. And apparently, like, he hired a damage control, like, specialist to help with this scandal, and they quit mm-hmm. over him agreeing to do this BBC interview, which was a wise move. Yeah, I read that the damage control person was like, whatever you do, do not do this interview. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay, I'm out. I can't I can't be around for when you no, do No, he doesn't want to clean that up. No. Okay, so during the interview, Prince Andrew said that he still doesn't regret his friendship with Epstein because the people that I met and the opportunities that I was given to learn, either by him or because of him, were actually very useful. Now, that's not something you want to say about a pedophile. No, no. And it doesn't even matter if like, that's not what you're let's let's here. Let's just say benefit of the doubt. Let's say his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein was totally normal and not gross at all. Again, don't say that about somebody who is a convicted pedophile. Yeah, realize who you're talking about. Like the damage control specialist might have been like, uh, uh, just uh, just don't say that. Yeah, say anything like that. that. No, no, no. <laughs> so Andrew is still friends with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, and they met up earlier this year, but didn't talk about Epstein. So there's a picture from 2010 in New York of Andrew and Epstein walking together and talking. Mm -hmm. Andrew's talked about this picture before. So he said the picture was taken when he went to visit Epstein for four days to break up with him as a friend because he didn't want to do it over the phone. And he said, I took the judgment, I took the judgment call that because this was serious and I felt that doing it over the telephone was the chicken's way of doing it. What? No, that's the smart person's way of doing it. That's the person who doesn't want to be friends with a pedophile anymore. Is like, no, you don't even call like Michael, no offense. Yeah, you, you ghost him. Yeah, if you like were trying to contact me and you'd been arrested and convicted of something really bad. Why are you turning this on me? <laughs> why is it? Why couldn't it be some other 
fake friend. Why did why did it have to be me? Because I wanted you to know how serious I would be about ghosting you. Because I would not want to do it. I wouldn't want to ghost you. Yeah, but exactly. I would, like, but I'd do it. Don't get on a plane. Like, you ain't <laughs> yeah. Bette Midler. He ain't Barbara Hershey, bitch. Like, <laughs> it's okay to ghost. Text if you want to. Miss Manners will be fine with that. Yeah, have your assistant make a call and be like, listen, you need to lose this number because you're a pedophile and this is a prince. So you're not friends anymore. Bye. Yeah, that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine in the etiquette book. So Mm -hmm. things got even more ridiculous during this interview. So Virginia went into detail with her accusations against Prince Andrew. She says that she met Prince Andrew in 2001 in London. She was 17 at the time, and she had dinner with him. They went dancing, and she was forced to have sex with him. She said that he was sweating profusely that night. So the uh, BBC reporter was doing the interview, Emily Maitlis. Uh, She brought that up to Prince Andrew, and he claims it's impossible because he didn't sweat at the time, due to con- some condition he got during the war. There's a slight problem with, 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 with the sweating um, because uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time. And that was, oh, actually, yes, I didn't sweat at the time because I um, ha- had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at. Uh, and I simply, it, it, was, it, was, it was almost impossible for me to, to, to sweat. So he said at the time, meaning yeah. he can sweat now. Mm-hmm. How convenient. Yeah, and there are conditions that cause you to not sweat, but usually, I look this up, those conditions aren't totally the, temporary. And also, are they ever fear-based? Yeah, yeah people, science was like a little err uh, mm-hmm. on that. So, <laughs> and like people on Twitter posted pictures of him from the time, like with sweat on him, like wet. Yeah. Michael, I would I'd say this. Even without picture proof, I would think he's lying. <laughs> like Well yeah, and those pictures lying. well, those pictures is probably just happened to be raining only on him. Nobody else. Yeah, he got so caught that, he got caught in a uh centralized flash flood uh that only hit his armpits it like bounced up from the ground and yeah hit his well armpits. the picture the sweat is like on his shoulder so like <laughs> in his face so it only yeah it only hit his shoulders and face mm-hmm. that that explains it so there's also an old picture of virginia with andrew and Ghislaine is standing in the background so it was taken in london andrew has bef- uh, he uh previously denied ever taking that picture. Mm-hmm. And during his interview with the BBC, he said that he doesn't remember ever meeting Virginia, convenient, and thinks the picture was photoshopped. His evidence is that he's wearing a blue button-up shirt and pants in the picture. And when he goes to London, he says he wears a suit and a tie. And the outfit he's wearing in the picture is his traveling outfit. That's what he wears like on a plane. Mm-hmm. Andrew's hand is also on Virginia's waist in the picture, and he says that's not like him because he doesn't show public displays of affection like that. Like, what are these answers? Also, I love how he's like, I don't show public displays of affection. It's like, I would hope that instead of that, you would say, I don't visit alleged sex hostels. Yes. Like, he's, like, looking at the picture, and it's, like, whatever, like, allegedly at Epstein's house with a girl who's allegedly sex trafficked. And he's, like, that's not me. I would never put my hand around someone. Yeah, and if I was going to put my 
hand around a sex trafficking victim, it would be to get her out of there. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and also, I would not be in my traveling outfit. I would be in my sex traffic saving outfit, which is a cape. Exactly. Yeah. Michael, with all the excuses, I'm so... Well, I was like shocked he didn't bring up something like... Like, I'm sh- maybe he's saving it. But when they were talking about like, well, she says that, you, you know, she allegedly was forced to have sex with you or whatever. And... It was just getting so, like, so bad that I thought he was at one point going to say something like, listen, I have, I've only had sex two times in my life. Uh, Both of them were with Fergie to make my daughters. And then after it was done, I accidentally slammed my penis in a carriage door and I haven't gotten a boner since. So, uh, sorry, I can't have sex. Why would I go to a sex island? Or my dick got shot off in the war. <laughs> yeah, but then you could ask for proof. You'd be like, okay, take down your pants. He's like, okay, can't do that. Well, I'm not wearing my dick showing off outfit right now. So I'm going to have to go change into that. So anyways, finally, he said on the night Virginia claims that he raped her, he was not out in London, but was with his children. On that particular day that that, that um, uh, uh, we now understand is the date, which is the 10th of March. Uh, I was at home. Uh, I was with the children. I'd taken Beatrice to uh, a Pizza Express in Woking for a party at, a, I suppose, sort of four or five in the afternoon. Why would you remember that so specifically? Why would you remember a, a Pizza Express birthday and being at home? Because going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. A very unusual thing for me to do. I've never been, I've only been through Woking a couple of times um, and I remember it weirdly distinctly. As soon as somebody reminded me of it, I went, oh yes, I remember that. Oh my God. Also, doesn't that feel like it was like workshopped back at the palace? Like they're like, well, okay, let's say your alibi is you were hanging out with your daughter. Okay. And let's say you went to go get ice cream. No, that's too gross. That sounds really weird. How about pizza? Everybody loves pizza. There's nothing sexual about pizza. Okay, perfect. You're out. Give me pizza with your daughter. Case closed, like brushing the hands like, great. We've just discovered the most perfect alibi that you could use. Well, also his delivery of like going to a pizza express, like he was kind of grossed out about like going to a pizza express, like more grossed out about that than being interviewed about allegedly raping a teenage girl. Yeah. Like he's like pizza express. Oh, very unusual for me. (laughs) Yeah. You'd think that when the interviewer brought up the allegations, he'd be like, those are horrible allegations. I'm. That's terrible. Like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. Instead, he's like, yuck. Yuck. Pizza, pizza Express. Does, does Pizza Express really want this publicity? I don't think they do. I don't like think they, they should do. go with it and serve the Prince Andrew pie, which is just a plate of barf, pretty much. <laughs> you can add in some shit, rat piss, whatever. So the Queen reportedly thinks of Andrew, like you said at the top of this, as her favorite son, and she 100% believes him. Mm-hmm. Prince Andrew also thinks he did a good job, so he's patting himself on the back. Others in the royal family and staffers are apparently embarrassed by the interview and Andrew. So Fergie said on Instagram last week, that was before the interview aired, that she stands by Andrew. Virginia's lawyer says that they hope he's interviewed under oath next. That's one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe, but he's still going to lie. Like, they could be like, put your hand on a Bible, you like, you know, do you swear to tell the whole truth, whatever, and he'll be like, yeah, 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 of course. Like, he's still, he's still gonna, sorry, allegedly lie. Oh, it's, it would be worse. I mean, talk about sweating. <laughs> I mean. 
they're like, oh, bring in the waterproof Bible. I know. This, one, this one's all waterlogged. It's like a big sponge now. I know. He has to wear like his waterproof suit for that. He's like, this is my truth telling suit. Okay, now that we've talked enough about that fart of an interview, let's talk about an actual fart. A much, much more pleasant fart. Okay, Fartgate trended on Monday night after Eric Swalwell, he's a uh, representative from California, was on the MSNBC show Hardball with Chris Matthews to talk about the impeachment hearings. So I'm going to play the clip for you that made some people believe he butt burped. The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from... And you, well, you can't really tell from the audio, but he kind of pauses during that fart. Yeah, he like takes takes a tiny moment. Yeah, like he can't fart and talk at the same time, which is honestly a skill. (laughs) It really is. Try it. So this divided Twitter. Some believe it was a fart and others think it was something else. So Eric told BuzzFeed News that it was not him and he didn't even hear it when he was speaking. Hardball tweeted that it was the sound of a mug scraping across a desk in Hardball studio. And of course, they linked to their store to buy that fart-making mug. Mm-hmm. Talk about shameless. So Eric responded to that tweet by, by saying totally exonerated. Yeah. So some think it was a cell phone vibrating on a hard service. Mm-hmm. That sounds sexy, but it's not. Chrissy Teigen responded to that claim tweeting, no, it's a fart, don't ruin this. And Eric responded to her saying, this too shall pass. Right. <laughs> um, I think it sounds like, I'm kind of with the people who say that it sounds like a vibrating phone. Like my heart wants to believe it's a fart, but my brain's telling me it's a vibrating phone. My brain's a buzzkill. <laughs> okay, well, see, I looked at a picture of Chris Matthews' desk okay. on Hardball. And it's not wooden. It's like kind of slick looking. So I'm not sure a mug would make that sound when scraping against it. So like you're right, a phone vibrating makes more sense. Mm -hmm. You know what it also kind of sounded like to me is, you know when like a a big dog drinks water too fast and then they start being like, you know, and they start kind of doing that like weird, like not quite a barf, but like... There's what, like it's choking on the water? Yeah, it's like choking up the water. That's kind of what it sounded like. So maybe there was a service dog in the studio that drank too much water. And then at that exact moment, it was like... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, like, in the video, when you hear the fart sound, mm-hmm. Eric's body jumps up a bit as though he's <laughs> like a rocket and the fart is launching him. But it's also very loud. Like, is the fucking mic up his ass? Like, do they mic his ass? But I don't know how they do it at Hardball. <laughs> they might. <laughs> they, I mean, it's called Hardball. What do you yeah. expect? But I have another theory. <laughs> okay. So I think that either Chris Matthews or Eric Swalwell is a kinky sub. And he had a vibrating butt plug up his ass. Okay. And he gave the remote to his dominatrix wife. Okay. And she presses it throughout the day to remind him that A... He's her bitch, and B, uh-huh. she's thinking of him. And what? So it's the, the vibrating butt plug. The and so are you saying it's the sound of the vibrating butt plug? Yes. Or does the vibrating butt plug knock a fart out? Either or. Or like, did the vibrating butt plug malfunction, fall out, and a fart came with it at the same time? 
all of that works. Okay. Really, all of that works. That makes the most sense to me. It does. It's the obvious explanation for this situation. But like, honestly, I'm jealous of school children of the future because they're obviously going to study this great American moment during history class. And so I wish I could too. Some kid's going to get F on a test because they're going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be like, what is your theory for the, the thing? They're like, ah, oh, shoot, I don't know. I think it's a service dog. <laughs> it was the butt plug. <laughs> teacher's the like, vibrating butt plug. Teacher's like, don't see me after class. <laughs> so I think that this is a good transition from farts to something that rhymes with poop, um, which is to say the word goop. Goop well, released- goop is also like a fart sound, a wet one. It is. Yes, yeah, a a shart. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because it's November and everybody's, you know, you have to start holiday shopping on November first, as we've mentioned before. Um, they release their annual gift idea guide. So. There's lots of like goop branded things. Like we all know, like Gwyneth has her own vitamins and Gwyneth has, you know, different various beauty products and stuff like that. So obviously she's going to be pushing that shit, but there's also um, stuff that they just like and they're pushing. So they have categories like they've divided it down for you. So there's gifts for the wellness junkie. There's um, gifts for your lover. Uh, There's one called ridiculous, but awesome. There's one for like bougie kids. Yes, children. Uh, there's one called Under 100, which they might as well just call, like, for the poors. Oh, like, 100, under $100? Yeah. I thought you meant 100, under 100 years old. I was like, <laughs> isn't that everyone? <laughs> That's a very, very broad list. The other one, over one, <laughs> over 100. It's like a blanket. A gold coffin. <laughs> They're not dead yet. Well, I guess no. I guess you would buy that ahead of time. Yeah. Like, look at it. Anyway, so um, there's obviously really dumb stuff on it. So I've just kind of taken a little scan. So on the website, we wrote about a thing called a restraining arts kit, which is like Gwyneth's bougie way of saying a BDSM kit. And it's thirteen fifty. So wait, that makes it sound like it's no, like not thirteen dollars and fifteen cents. No, this is not in the under one hundred category. Um, it's one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars for basically like little pa- leather, yeah, a little paddle yeah. leather wrist cuffs. Yeah, like so, you can get one on Amazon for twenty dollars. Yeah, you can just tell yourself that you spent thirteen fifty on it. But it's a good thing like Goop didn't include a jade ball gag. Because then everyone would have said that Gwyneth needs to buy that for herself and use it. So <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah. So kudos to the Goop team for that. Yeah, they're like, we can't handle the jokes that we're going to get. This too easy, too easy. Yeah. So there's one thing. It's like this lunar rock display for um, $275,000. A lunar rock display? Yeah, it's like this like thing where it's just like a rock. I think it's a rock from the moon or like maybe she thinks it's a rock from the moon. I don't know. And it's like on a display. Like you look at it. Anyway, it's... You just put it in your house? Yeah. It's tw- How much did you say? 20000 No, 275000 Oh, okay. My, yeah, that makes much more sense. Yeah, of course. So there's like a luxury <laughs> brass fire extinguisher for $250. What a steal. A total um, steal. A modular treehouse that starts at um, $110,000. There's a set of 12 trips. So you take a trip, I guess, once a month for a whole year. And they're to places like to look at polar bears and stuff. And it's valued at $1.3 million. Um, a bargain. 
Such a bargain. There's uh, one of my favorites is a firewood tote for $499. So basically a thing to carry dirty firewood in is $500. Is it really fancy looking? I didn't see that. It's just like black. It's black leather, I think. Also another bargain. Look, where I'm from, you you just use a pair of work gloves. Carry it in yourself. Well, where I'm from, you go to the store when it's like wrapped in plastic. Oh, yeah, you buy the bag? (laughs) Yeah, and you just put it over your shoulder. You're like, going to go home, make a little fire for myself. There's, so you know the artist um, Yayoi Kusama? So she she has those like art exhibitions that people line up for all the time with like the dots and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a set of decorative gourds that she painted. She basically just put dots on them. Those are price upon request. Mean, so that, you can't afford it, bitch. Keep yeah, moving. Also, they're basically painted pumpkins. So you're going to give someone a Halloween pumpkin two months out of season for like price upon request. Have fun with that. Yeah. Um, there's a $34 roll of toilet paper. Oh, that toilet paper is actually for a pack of 24. It's still expensive, but you get 24. So that's a bargain in Goop World. And honestly, that's very reasonable. I wouldn't say reasonable when I can get a 24-pack at Costco for $15. But then there's also some really reasonable gift. Well, not reasonable, but like there's a $40 glass water bottle, which that's probably what you'd pay for a glass water bottle. Right? $40? Look, I live in Canada. Things are very expensive here. <laughs> no, what you do is whatever you put your milk in, once that's done, wash it out. There you go. Okay. So the jug. The jug, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also, I thought this was kind of, this is like a dumb kind of thing, but it's not a it's not a bad present for someone. There's a $25 a month plant membership, so every month you get a new house plant. I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, just go to Home Depot every month. Go to the yeah. nursery section, pick something cute out. There you go. Or go to Home Depot and pick the clippings that have fallen off the floor and then propagate them at home for free. Or just go to your neighbors, get the clippings. There Still you go. Yeah. So, Michael, you have taken a look at um, her list. Yes. Her lists, I should say, because there's several categories. And I also have, obviously. So I picked out a couple things that I would actually like from okay. her list. I picked three things. Okay, me too. And this is like, th- these aren't jokes. These are things that like, if any listeners are listening and they want to get us a present. Don't, because we're not eight years old. This is Christmas. It's for children, Allison. I know, but I want that. I want a reserved seat to space for a quarter of a million dollars, and this is the only way I'm going to get it. <laughs> I, I have no sugar daddies, <laughs> so the one thing that I like is um, it's called the proper, and it's a bent wood footrest. So they described it as like a wooden footrest for the bathroom, right? How much is that? Two hundred and twenty dollars. So it's basically a wooden squatty potty. But I like it. So it's expensive. It's stupid expensive. And it's wood? Wouldn't that get like messed up with the steam and stuff? No, no, no. Because some woods don't get gross like that. They can like be in a... For that price, I hope not. I hope it doesn't get gross. But I just like, I want a squatty potty, but I don't like the look of them. Oh my God. I'm a squatty snobby. Yeah, you're a squatty potty snob. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a snobby squatty. But I just, I don't like the look of them. So I want something that's like fancy, but I, I okay. want I want the experience of Squatty Pot. Anyway, so I like that one. That's something that I actually like. My second thing is there's a um, $495 drip coffee maker. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And like at first I'm like, obviously I'd never buy that for myself. That's a stupid amount of money. But I drink 
just plain shitty drip coffee because I don't have time to stand and pour water over my coffee myself. But I also don't like love the taste of drip coffee. Like I'd like to have fancier coffee. So, so this, this is like an automatic. It's like an automatic pour over machine. So it like does kind of like it. It, it makes the coffee taste good is what I'm saying. Okay. So I w- I'd like that. That's something I would like. And then the third one is a $25 pair of motion sickness glasses, which I had no idea existed. I'm going to be sincere for a second. Thank you very much, Goop, for bringing these to my attention because I get sick in every vehicle I've ever been in. And honestly, I should wear that while I'm reading Goop because it makes me sick. So <laughs> it helps maybe that'll everyone. help. Yeah. Yeah. So those are what I want. Michael, what do you want for Christmas? Okay. On that list, there's an automatic joint roller. Mm-hmm. on there so snoop dog he says that he has his, a joint roller like a person on staff yeah. so if you want to live like snoop dog you can buy an automatic joint roller like i don't really smoke joints anymore but i can't roll them anyway but i would you know so i would roll them with this that machine it's 130 dollars on goop but mm-hmm. on amazon it's 97 dollars. so surprise surprise goop is scamming you rich bitches again yeah. Okay, the see, and I wanted, like, I was going through the sex section, and I right. wanted to pick something from there for yeah. obvious reasons, but it's all, like, for straight people and women. Oh, totally. Like, the, there's, a, there's like, sexy matches. Did you see those? Yeah, and there's, like, like, a the lot of, like... the non version of sex dice. Sex toys for women, and a lot mm-hmm. of, like, super expensive lingerie. And honestly, if a guy I get with wants me to wear panties, it's not going to be $1,500 fancy panties it's going to be you know those skanky fake satin ones you know the cheap whore ones (laughs) i know where to get those yeah so that list that list wasn't for me so my second thing was the you candle okay yeah i know what you're talking about two taper candles that are connected now it's 120 dollars now 120 dollars for candles ridiculous that's but yeah after you decorate your table with it, you can use it as a double-sided dildo. So it's dual purpose. Yeah, but it, that's a tight little you, though, Michael. You'd have to get real close to someone to use that. Yeah, that's true. But I can make it work. Like me and the other, me and my uh, double-sided dildo partner can make it work. So my third thing is something that I already have. I don't have this model. I have the cheaper one. But um, Goop recommends the five-cup Zoji Roshu rice cooker. So my Japanese relatives just disown me again for that pronunciation. But it's a rice cooker. So I love a rice cooker because it makes perfect rice and you Mm -hmm. set and forget it. Mm -hmm. Now, the one on Goop is $210. Is that how much you would pay for it? No, that's not how much I paid for mine. But... You because I got like the cheaper model, but you can get it at Bed Bath and Beyond for $158. And then you use that 20% off coupon we all get in the mail every other day, and it's even cheaper. Goodness, that makes for a very economical elephant brand rice cooker. Yeah. So, and like, so honestly, so Goop's holiday buying guide is a greed grab and a scam. <laughs> She's taking a pretty big cut. Yeah. It's very on brand, is mm-hmm. what we're saying. So I guess the moral of the story is whatever you find on the goop list, just type it into Amazon. Allison and I are now going to go over five stories, starting with Kristen Stewart, who was promoting Charlie's Angels, 
which flopped, by the way. It made only $8.9 million at the domestic box office and $19 million at the international box office. Mm -hmm. It bombed. But Kristen Stewart was on fire while promoting it in her other movie, Saberg, where she plays Jean Saberg. Mm -hmm. So Kristen and Shia LaBeouf did Variety's Actors on Actors series. It's where two actors talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And Kristen is shook by hands. (laughs) And she said, oh, my God, I'm telling you, I'm there's like this whole I just I'm writing about hands lately a lot. That's like weird that you say that. Yeah. Well, they do everything for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're so lyrical and defining. And I love people's fucking hands. Yeah. Yeah. Shia knew exactly what she was talking about and mentioned a part in her movie where she's holding a gun. And he said, but you when you're you got the gun out, you're you're with Mackie in the room. Oh, yeah. There's like a small shake in your hand. And it was kind of heavy. Yeah, yeah oh, it was super heavy. The whole movie's yeah. kind of heavy. No, guns are heavy. Yeah. No, but I mean and, the and finger everywhere. gun. The finger gun. Oh, oh yeah, I wasn't even holding a gun. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably just really hungover. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. That wasn't, I mean, I'm totally kidding. I, it, obviously, Michael, it sounds like they were both very high. You think? <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't high enough though because they didn't like at no point they were like hands are so cool right yeah the right is my favorite hand too what right are you talking about the left what's left that probably they, that got cut yeah that was edited out well Kristen was probably high shy is just naturally like that <laughs> and honestly it's jules impact and that was a shout out to that Joel song. You know what I'm talking about? My oh, I, hands are small. I own that album. <laughs> so Oscar nominee Renee Taylor, who played Fran Drescher's mom on The Nanny, was at an event for Lee Strasberg when she talked about her old classmate Marilyn Monroe. Renee and Marilyn were in the same acting class, and Renee was wowed by her beauty and asked her one day what her secret was. And Marilyn said... I rub my entire body down with Vaseline and then get into a three-hour hot bath every morning. It gives my skin a shiny glow. Renee said she tried that but almost drowned. Did she take the bath in the tub of Vaseline? How did she drown? I know. I I could see like you almost breaking your neck. Yeah, on the outside of the tub. But you know what, Michael? This is definitely a secret ploy by Big Vaseline to rebrand itself into an old Hollywood beauty secret from what it is now, which is that thing you use when you want to feel fancier than using spit. You mean lube? And that no, yeah, that's... I mean spit. It's a jerk off joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, yeah, it's like it sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to slather my body in Vaseline, I don't want to get clean by getting into a bathtub. I want to get dirty by being the pass around patty at an orgy. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I, do, I don't want to get in a bathtub. <laughs> You're like, yeah, me too. I know. I I want to know. (laughs) So the holidays are here, and that means lots of parties. And Bethany Frankel, formerly of The Real Housewives of New York City and creator of that skinny girl crap, Mm -hmm. has a tip for you. Bethany told Us Weekly that she's a fan of indulging. But before you go to a party, you should eat. That way you won't be scarfing down hors d'oeuvres. And she says you should drink water in between cocktails so you won't overeat while buzzed. She says it's a marathon, not a sprint. My God. She's like, just think of how embarrassing it would be if someone caught you with a plate that had five grapes on it and half a cracker. I'm (laughs) horrified to even think. And just imagine someone caught you while you were drunk. 
I've never been drunk on TV before. I've never been drunk in public. <laughs> but see, she needs to shut up because if I eat before I go to the party, that means I have to pay for it. And when I go to a party, everything is free. Yeah, that's why you go to a party is for the food. Exactly. The free food and the free drink. So my tip is to bring a big purse full of Tupperware and thermoses so you can load up on appetizers and booze to eat and drink later. Very smart. That's a better tip. So South Dakota is running an anti-meth campaign called Meth, We're On It. One ad is a picture of a grandpa cowboy with the words, Meth, I'm on it, in big writing. Another ad is a picture of high school football players with the words, Meth, We're On It. There's also a commercial where all kinds of people are saying, I'm on meth. So people made fun of it, of course. And the governor of South Dakota said that the meth crisis is growing in South Dakota, and she's glad the campaign has raised awareness, even if it means people are joking about it. I mean, the downside is that this campaign has confused many residents of Florida. As we all know, their state motto is meth. We're definitely on it. <laughs> That's on their flag, I believe. <laughs> it's a gator with a meth pipe. <laughs> yeah, and I see, I couldn't find out the people in the ad or actors or not. Because if they're actors, I hope they got paid a lot since now people are going to hit them up for meth. (laughs) Like the grandpa cowboy doesn't need that. And finally, Disney Plus launched last week and they already have over 10 million subscribers, but not all are paying because, you know, they get it through other things. Uh So it's $6.99. They've already been hacked, by the way. (laughs) And thousands of accounts were compromised and are being sold for as low as $3 each. So happy launch week. Uh So Disney Plus is the latest streaming service, and probably not the last. So the site MarketWatch has a calculator that'll tell you how much on average you'll spend in a lifetime and a month on whatever streaming services you subscribe. Now, I picked all the major streaming services, but I picked like the basic package. So I, I picked Netflix, CBS, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Sling TV, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, and YouTube TV. I added on HBO and Showtime. So it says that the monthly cost is about $143. Oh, my God. And the lifetime cost is $145,000, which that's blown up because that's like over 80 years. Yeah. And I'm not living another 80 years. No. That's still a lot of money, though. So... What streaming services do you get? And what will you get? Like, how far are you going to go? Okay, well, it's no secret. I live in Canada. And we don't have the streaming services that you guys have. So You don't? No, no, no. I did not know this. And our Netflix is different from your Netflix. So What? How is it different? Uh, There's like like no shows on it. We have have all the Netflix originals. So you just turn it on and it's blank? It's, and you pay for $14.99. It's just like a guy dressed up in a red Netflix costume, <laughs> shrugging his shoulders, going, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's just like tumble red tumbleweeds. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, tumbleweeds are on again. Um, no, so I have Netflix. And again, it's not great, but it's okay. There's also another one in Canada called Crave. I did have Crave. The Crave is like our HBO. So we get HBO okay. shows on that. Okay. I am currently borrowing a password from Crave. And then Canada tried to launch this one called Show Me, S-H-O-M-I, which failed. Nobody wanted anything to do with it. But Did it have its own shows? 
No, it was just like the commercials were someone being like, show me laughs. And then it'd be like Parks and Recreation or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, so it's kind of like drama. Sling TV is kind of like, well, Sling TV also does like live TV. Okay. So it, it was probably something like that. But point is it lasted like a week and then it was done. So in Canada, you can basically have, oh, and there's another one called Gem, G-E-M. And that's like CBC shows. So you can watch like um, Shit's Creek and stuff. So you so, get all that? I have Gem and I have um, Netflix. That's you it. don't have Hulu? No, I don't think we have Hulu in Canada. What? No, I don't think we How do it. you watch like uh, Handmaid's Tale? Uh, well, um, some well, people. You, well, some what people. I, <laughs> well, what I do, Allison, I record it for you and then I send you the link and you pay me the $5 and then I send it to Hulu. You you burn it onto a DVD and then you mail it to me and then I, I'm like, here, Michael, here's some money. Please put it this towards your Hulu. Well, I know. I send it directly to Hulu on top of what I pay. Yeah. But that's, yes, Michael, that's exactly how I watch all the television. <laughs> but okay, I get Netflix. I get Amazon Prime. I get HBO. I get Showtime. I get Apple Plus, but I don't pay for that because I bought an Apple product. Oh, so you get it for free? Yeah, for a year if you buy an Apple product. Okay. And then I get Hulu Live, which is like for my live channels, but okay. they're upping that for by ten dollars, so I gotta leave that. Is that how is that how you watch is that how you watch like the view during the day? Yeah, Hulu Live. Oh, live okay. you know, Hulu Live or whatever. But they're I gotta switch because they raise the price by ten dollars, but Honestly, it's getting out of hand. There's too many channels. There's too many streaming services. So if only someone would simplify it, like have like one cable that they would just plug into your house and it would have all the channels on it. Hmm. Or just cancel everything and subscribe to Phoebe Price's OnlyFans. It's the only entertainment you need. Mm -hmm. And again, we're not getting a cut, but we should. (laughs) Venmo us, PP. We're off next week for American Thanksgiving because I need time to fast in preparation for filling my guts with food. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't eat that much at Thanksgiving. Michael, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Booze? Yeah, that's a food. It goes in your body. <laughs> what's yours? Gravy. Because <laughs> it's both a food and a drink. No, it's gravy. It's it goes on everything. It's great. So we'll be back on December 4th for a regular episode, and then we'll have an end of the year episode and an end of the decade episode before we take a break for Christmas, Mm -hmm. and then we'll be back back on January 8th. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't gotten us a Christmas gift yet, which you shouldn't because, again, we're not eight-year-olds, but if you want to... Um, you can give us the gift of giving us a five-star review. Oh, Wait, I... is it five stars the most? Yeah, five. Oh, I thought, I was like, is it ten? I'm telling them to give us like a mediocre review, <laughs> which is probably more honest. Yeah, they go in there and they're like, look, you, you get 50%. Okay? <laughs> you give 50%, you get 50%. <laughs> so rate us and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you have a question... Or want to make sure we cover a certain story in our year-end extravaganzas, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. If you want to know more about that website where Phoebe Price is, 
email us. <laughs> we'll send you the coupon code we'll for it. We'll send you the coupon. <laughs> so have a happy Skanksgiving, oh, everyone. Yeah. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Bye-bye.